Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Conversations Are My Thing. I am your host, Trinity Jackson, also known as the world's very first trend millionaire. I want to thank you in advance for tuning in to this episode. Today we're going to be going over how to remain productive and feel successful on a daily basis by being very specific with your morning and nighttime routines so you can set yourself up for a very, very effective day every day. Let me know if you get some value from this episode. And if you like it, make sure you subscribe so you can be plugged in for all future announcements. It's thing. Do nothing. And then I have the phone that I'm actually recording this on and I bring it with me in the room. It gets no notifications. No one texts me on it. It is strictly for content purposes and just for other business things that I need that I do not want to keep on my main phone. And that is this phone is the one that I actually bring with me into my room because it has my audiobook that I listen to while I sleep. I listen to The Magic of Believing while I sleep. And it also has my loud, loud alarm. I get this phone, I put it across the room, I play my audiobook, I read chapter four of Think and Grow Rich, which is about auto-suggestion, because I'm rereading that chapter because at the end of the chapter it says literally in all caps, read this chapter every single day out loud until you convince yourself that auto-suggestion works. And I love Think and Grow Rich and I'm really, um, I have some goals right now that I'm working towards um, that some extra auto-suggestion just would not hurt. So I decided to really dive back into that aspect of manifestation. But anyways, I've added that to my nighttime routine and oh my goodness. So I go to sleep. I, you don't understand how easy it is to go to sleep when you haven't seen, I haven't even been interacting with my phone for an hour and I've just journaled and I've read. My mind is now cooling down. It's like, okay, now we're, we're, we're slowly, we're slowly getting there. We're winding down and I'm able to shut off my thoughts and really close my eyes and lay down and I fall asleep so easily. Once again, please ignore the backyard, the background barking because I don't even know what he's barking at. Like I don't see anyone outside. I don't know what the issue could possibly be, but he just likes to start things. Anyways, um, I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, Trini, I want to wake up early, but I just can't go to sleep at the time. I just can't go to sleep at that time. Like, I want to go to wake up early, but I can't go to sleep until like, I don't go to sleep until like 1 a.m. I don't go to sleep until 3 a.m. That's because you're allowing yourself to stay stimulated for hours. I'm not, if your mind isn't really stimulated by, you know, television and phones for the last hour, two hours of you being ready to go to sleep, that is you starting the routine. So now when I grab my journal and when I read that last chapter of Think and Grow Rich, it's already like I'm now I'm yawning. Now I'm kind of stretching. Now I'm ready for bed because I prepare myself. I've cut the stimulation off for the last hour. So because people always ask me, like, how are you waking up? I wake up at 4 a.m. How do you wake up at that time? How do you wake up at that time? It's really not rocket science. I get six hours of sleep. I figure out, I found out that six hours of sleep is my personal that's my personal sweet spot. Um, it makes it so I can wake. I feel well rested when I wake up without feeling groggy. Um, every night, everybody's different. If that's not you, that's not you. But I get six hours of sleep, so I know I need to be in bed by 10 p.m. So I need to shut everything down by nine. So when people hit me up and they're, oh, can we talk at 9:30? I'm like, oh, I'm not even. As far as you know, I'm asleep. I'm asleep to the world by nine. I'm asleep really at 10, but to the world. Mm -mm. and then I wake up at four and the same thing in the morning don't text me in the morning 
don't just because I wake up at four. I remember when someone tried to call me at four a.m. Someone that knows me that knew I was up. They tried to call me at four a.m. because I had um, posted I was journaling on my story. They tried to call me, and I was like, oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, just because I'm up doesn't mean I'm talking to people right now. Mm-mm. You have to make your personal time priority. That goes into what John C. Maxwell says about just creating margin in your life. And my margin is definitely when I'm about to go to sleep and definitely when I'm waking up. Other than that, the middle of the day, I'm I'm with whatever. I'm taking the phone calls. I'm happy to help. I'm going to do whatever I can to assist you the best that I can. But I can't assist anyone the best that I can if I don't make time for myself. So that is just very important. So my nighttime routine and my morning routine mirror each other. In the morning, I wake up, I grab my gratitude journal. It's a very, you know, it's a short, it's a tiny purple journal. It's smaller than my real journal because my real journal has to capture my whole day. So the pages are just bigger and I like to put my signature at the bottom. But I have a small gratitude journal. It's hardback, it's super cute, and it just gives me fun vibes because I feel like gratitude is fun. Um, anyway, so I have that journal. I literally just wake up. I think it gets so easy. Some people are like, oh my God, what do I write? Like, what are, you, I mean, what are you grateful for? So this morning, it was really easy. I filled out the whole page. I said, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful to be um, to be able-bodied. I'm grateful for all five of my senses. I'm grateful to have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. I'm grateful that I was able to drive yesterday and didn't get in an accident. I'm grateful to have food to nourish my body. I'm grateful to be in a first world country. I'm grateful to have access to the things that we have access to. Like just in, as you go in day by day, you will be it'll be easier and easier to find things that you're grateful for it doesn't matter if you repeat them on a day-to-day basis does not matter but starting your day with gratitude is so important like before you grab your phone before you reply to emails before you reply to text because keep in mind the phone that i actually use to contact people isn't even in the room so i don't even reach for it. i literally have a chair that i have designated that i associate with journaling and reading so that chair in my room as soon as i'm sitting in it i turn my alarm off i grab that gratitude journal and we get to it immediately it's second nature now and it feels so good to be able to put that on page paper because i'm always trying to get creative with that so okay well, what else am i grateful for well i'm grateful for this and i'm the, the driving thing was new today like i wrote that was the first time i wrote that down today that's why i said it i'm grateful that i was able to get in the car yesterday because i think that car accidents are something that just happens it's a freak accident and i'm always i always am internally grateful that i get out of the car and get in the car unharmed because so many people lose their life on the road and i know it's actually dangerous so that's something i was just grateful for i'm grateful that i have the ability to read i think i'm gonna use that one tomorrow just so many things that you can be grateful for and just makes you just as you smile and write it it just makes you just realize that life is good sometimes you just gotta remind yourself that life is good okay and even if it doesn't feel like it's good right now there is something that you can pinpoint that is good Maybe not the whole thing, but you can pinpoint something in your life that's going well for you. And to just give gratitude for that thing is going to just, gratitude is a seed for more. So starting your morning off like that, your subconscious is so active when you're first waking up and when you're about to go to sleep for the first 25 minutes and the last 25 minutes of the day. So literally first 25 minutes of the day, you're expressing gratitude. It's just going to be. It's just going to be next level for you and your, you know, your lifestyle. So gratitude journal. Then we, so I do my reading at night now. So in the night, because after my gratitude journal, affirmations. And then at that time, honestly, we get into the gym at 5 a.m. So getting up and working out, getting those endorphins going. Oh my gosh. Getting endorphins running through your bloods. 
in the morning is literally going to set you up to be in the best mood throughout the day. I love working out in the morning. I literally finish my workout. I feel so productive. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've drank so much water. My goal is usually to finish half a gallon in the morning. So I drink my water. I just went killed leg day. I'm now I did a mile. I'm walking my dog and I'm just now we're in the flow. And I'm, I feel like now I've taken, I've done my, I've had my personal time. I prioritize me and Coda in the morning. So after I go and work out, me and Coda work out. So I take Coda on a walk. Me and Coda have been training a lot. It's increased our bond so much because I had to make time for him. What I really did in my life is I went and I audited my priorities. And I said, what should I be prioritizing? My health, my physical health, my mental health, my family, my dog. Because my dog is my son. So for me to just act like he's not there just makes no sense. So being able to do all these things in the morning, it's easier for me when it comes to like the day through like, okay, really like, from, okay, I had my first meeting at 10.30 a.m. So usually 10, I, I, usually 10 or 10.30, I'll have my first meeting of the day because I get home, I do what I do with Coda. Um, let's say I go to the gym at five, I come back at seven. I'm just giving y'all my day-to-day rundown at this point. And then, um, I walk and I run and maybe that takes to like 8.30 or so. And then I got to come home, get dressed, eat breakfast. That's going to go into like 9. Basically all of 9 is me prepping for my day. And then 10, 10.30, I'm ready. Now I'm ready. I can, I'll answer your questions all day. I'll sit on the phone with you as long as you like. I'll give you all of my energy and time. Not all of it, but you know, adequate energy and time to make you feel comfortable, to help you out any way you can. Because I've already helped myself. I can pour into others when I've poured into myself effectively. And that's just so important. And all of this has been, uh, you know, it's trial and error. It's been a process for me to get to this point. I remember when I was just dropped, I just dropped out of college and I was just reading the 5 a.m. club and I was like, okay, 5 a.m. is amazing. I was waking up at 5 a.m. doing all these things. I felt so good. I felt so productive. And then I slowly got addicted to waking up early and I did 4 a.m. and 4 a.m. was amazing. And then I did 3 a.m. and I was like, okay, 3 a.m. literally leaves me no time at night. So I need to do four, but four is cool. I can do four. I can manage four. I can feel comfortable with four. So it was trial and error. You have to figure out what works for you. But I feel like a morning routine and a nighttime routine are so essential in terms of the staple of getting yourself started on the right track of becoming product productive, becoming, um, you know, effective in your everyday lifestyle and feeling successful because I feel so successful after my morning. I'm like, I had a successful morning. I want to have a successful evening and afternoon so now i'm making sure that i'm firing on all cylinders for the rest of my day because it already started off so strong and then the middle of the day was so strong i'm actually going to finish it off strong too um and then another thing i also do at night is i plan my next day a lot of people don't realize all you gotta do is it only takes about 10 to 15 minutes okay like at this point i feel like he's just barking because he knows he's disrupting me um can't even tell you really don't know what it is and I don't feel like getting up there and checking right now because I'm obviously in the middle. But anyways, we push on. So what was I just saying? He just threw me off. What was I just saying? Mm, what was I just saying? We said nighttime routine, midday routine, success. Was I saying successful? Was I saying successful? I can't believe he just threw me off like that. Well, 
it's gone. I don't know what I was just saying. And I'm probably, and when I re-listen to this, it's going to come, I'm going to be like, oh, wow. And then it's just already going to be too late. So I'm just going to go with, other than that, though. Oh, I plan my, oh, there it is. Okay, boom, got it. I plan my next day at night. It only takes 10 to 15 minutes for you to decide what's going to be important to you tomorrow. But it's really important to do that. So that way, when you go to sleep, you're already thinking about what you can do to make tomorrow productive. And when I go to sleep thinking about tomorrow, I really wake up feeling like I got I got places to be I got things to do I got people to see and I'm, I'm moving with a sense of urgency because I know I have certain things I need to get done for the day so all you gotta do is really just focus on figuring out what are three priorities for tomorrow three things like oh my gosh three I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to wrap this up and then go figure out what's going on because I don't know what he could possibly be working at but three things that you know like okay if I don't get anything else done today this has to get done three things if I don't get anything else done today, this has to get done. My, one of my priorities today was recording this podcast episode and this YouTube video. So I said, if I don't do anything else today, this needs to get done. That's a priority because that is in alignment with the goal that I have for this next 90 days. I set my priorities daily based on what goals I have for the next 90 days and how I need to reach them. Set a goal, five. I choose five. I feel like it's good. Set five goals in your personal life, business life you know, relationship, whatever you want to do that are, you know, measurable, attainable, realistic, nothing too crazy, I guess. I mean, where, I don't know. I mean, I think it's not too realistic though. Like don't sell yourself short, but once you set five goals, then every day, whenever you're thinking, okay, so what should I prioritize tomorrow? Three things. Okay. What can I do tomorrow to get closer to this goal? Well, I know that like, what is the steps that need to happen to make that happen in the next 90 days? Okay. Well, I know I need to do this. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. You know, so it's really about um, reverse engineering the big goals that you have in your life. So it really seems like bite sized pieces that you can manage on a day to day basis and taking small steps every single day. And if you're just making the steps to get closer to the goals that you have set for yourself, then you are successful. So I hope you got something from listening to this podcast or watching this YouTube video. I really do appreciate anybody that's plugging in to conversations are Mike thing you know this is training jackson the world's very first trillionaire i am growing i am working and i am developing consistency so i apologize for not being here in the last few days but please forgive me because you know it's a progress process i'm not perfect but we're working on it and i actually do love making these just being, I feel like I've been learning a lot about myself and how I work best. And I feel like maybe the information that I'm learning could help somebody else. So that's why we're here. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode to come out. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Mwah. Bye. Hello, everyone. What's good? My name is Trini Jackson, also known as the world's very first trend millionaire. This is another episode of Conversations Are My Thing. I want to thank you all for tuning in and make sure you subscribe, follow the podcast and the YouTube page if you're watching this video. And let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So lately, I feel like I've been getting more into the flow of understanding the importance of scheduling, planning, how to go about it effectively, and how to make sure I'm executing on a daily basis. I never really consider myself like a crazy organized person, which it just wasn't a character trait that I thought I embodied. Like I was, I tried to do a planner on numerous occasions. I had a panda planner, which like is basically a physical planner where it's like, 
it's built for productivity and it's like you schedule every single hour of your day and i would go for like a week or two really strong and be like oh my god i got it and then i just fall off with it and i never use the monthly version of it there was just so many things that i thought were falling through the cracks and i could not get a grip on how to create a sustainable schedule for myself to make sure that I'm executing and pushing myself closer to my goals while also still living a regular life and handling my personal things like my dog and just my happiness and peace overall. And now, I mean, I'm not, I haven't, I'm don't, don't get twisted. I don't have it down to a science, but I think I've made so many great leaps and bounds in the right direction. And I really wanted to try to take today to explain some of the things that I've done recently that has helped me get my productivity under control and put me in a position to make sure that every day I feel successful because success is progressive realization of a worthy ideal but you don't need to you know wait until you achieve a certain goal to feel successful I feel like you can get the opportunity to feel successful every single day that you do the things that you know you need to be doing to just get you a little bit closer so every morning afternoon night where I know I'm executing and I'm doing what I need to do I feel successful I think everybody should have that same feeling. So let's get into it. Um, One thing I had to work on was creating a nighttime routine. I got to the point where my morning routine was, mm, 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 mm. I'm like, I wake up, I do this, I do this, I do this. I knew what my first three or four hours of the day was going to look like just because my morning routine was so stacked. It was like second nature. And I remember one night I was going to bed and I was on TikTok scrolling, wasting my time away, not even realizing that I'm flushing hours down the drain. And it just clicked to me one night while I was journaling. I said, Trinity, your nighttime routine is just as important as your morning routine. The things that you're doing right before you go to bed is just as important as the things you're doing right when you wake up and i've been stressing the importance of making sure that i'm taking time for myself at different areas of the day and not overworking myself in certain areas and finding um breaks basically i now have a therapist you know i'm not trying to brag or nothing but i love going to therapy and i think everybody should have someone that they can really just unwind and feel comfortable talking to and that is veronica for me at the murphy wellness retreat if you do need um you know if you need a shout out or you need somebody that's who that's that's the location i go to but i was even talking to her about this and there's two things that she's told me um that has really helped me to get a healthy work life i wouldn't even call it balance but just a flow Because I feel like it's hard to, if you search too much for balance, it's like, do you ever feel balanced? Mm, I don't know. That's for you to answer. But a flow is what we're looking for. That's really what I'm focused on. I just want to make sure I can flow through my day and get the things done that I need to get done and then feel good about it. So one thing she told me is that Trinity, she said, I'm sorry, this is her speaking. She said, Trinity, you know, the mind can only do focused work well for like an hour and a half at a time so you pushing yourself to sit down in front of something that you don't feel like doing for four hours at a time is going to just drain you you're not not only are you not going to get the best results because you don't feel like doing it but it's going to make you're going to feel worse because you're like oh my gosh why am i not working why is nothing happening why can't i figure this out when in reality sometimes you just need a break so as I've been going through my days, I'm scheduling my priorities, okay, um, and I make sure I set aside time to just 
chill. I tan. Sometimes I just go downstairs and I chill with Coda. I have my lunch. I vibe. I have little break sessions where I'm able to go from one task or one priority to the other instead of sitting and working on one thing for five hours and wondering why I'm making no progress on it and why I'm frustrated and why I feel like I reached this wall and my brain won't allow me to think of any new ideas. It's because it's just not, it's just, it's, it's time to move on to a different subject and come back to it. It's like if I had homework and I was trying to work on math for five hours, it would just feel like I'm forcing it and it'd just be like, oh my gosh, just dreadful. But if I did math for an hour, science for an hour, reading for an hour, and then I came back to math, I would have a, basically a better outlook and like, you know, just be in a better position to actually learn something. So that was one thing I had to realize that breaks are not terrible. I used to think that I used to think it was so bad to take a break in the middle of the day. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're taking a break. Like, oh my gosh, you have things to do. You should be working. You should be getting this done, you know, as an entrepreneur. The one thing that's so important is being able to manage your time and be disciplined with your time. And sometimes it, you can easily get into the toxic mindset of if I am not working on this business every single day, then nothing's going to happen. I'm going to be poor and nothing's going to work out and I'm never going to be successful. When yesterday I even saw Jason's Capital on TikTok. He had posted his daily routine. He wakes up and then he goes on a walk in the morning on the treadmill. And then he does work and then he does um, a workout and then he does work and then he does this and then he does yoga and then he does this. But he has like um, he exercises throughout the day or he does different things. But it's not like, OK, he wakes up and then he eats and then he works all day. No, just take your time to go do different things that, you know, you still can be doing. I'm not saying take a break. And scroll on social media for three hours you can take a break and go do something else um what i do in my breaks now is i just accomplish tasks i have priorities for the day and i have tasks for the day and my tasks are just not as important as the priorities but they still need to get done when they need to get done now for example um getting dog food let's say i need to go buy dog food for coda i'm okay cool i just finished this one thing ah i'm okay sorry i almost i just hit the mic uh I'll be like, okay, cool. I just finished this, this really, I just finished working on part of my priority or I completely finished it. Now I'm going to go do one of my tasks just so I can get out of the house, get out of this room and go do something different and then come back and I'll work on my next priority, you know? So I do my tasks in between my priorities. Now, that was the first thing my therapist told me. The second thing she said is that an hour before you're going to sleep, an hour, two hours. She said two hours. I said, I, I told myself an hour is fine. But she said two hours. But I, I gave myself an hour. She said an hour before you go to bed, you need to put your phone away, journal, read, take time for yourself. Prior to that, I would literally have my phone up until I'm about to lay down. Like I'm talking, I'm replying to messages. I'm looking at content, getting ideas, saving TikToks, doing this, doing this, doing this, da, da, da. And then I set my phone down and I'm like, okay. And I'm still thinking about the messages I was just looking at on my phone. So I'm still thinking about what's going on on my phone. Please ignore the background, the background barking. Um, I live with dogs. Anyways, prior to that, yeah, I was just having, I would have my phone up until I'm about to go to sleep. So I also, you know, the reason this came up is because I was talking about how every time I journal in the morning, if I'm journaling in the morning, I mean, I'm not journaling. I really don't journal about my dreams, like in terms of like what I just dreamt that night because your dreams are pretty much just 
sometimes they're pretty random and I don't always remember my dreams when I wake up. So I'm nine times out of ten when I wake up, I'm journaling okay, I start my journal off with yesterday this happened. And I was like, it's so weird that I always start my journal off with what happened yesterday. And she's like, well, that's why you need a journal at the end of the day and do your gratitude journal in the morning. So now for the last hour of the day, I put my phone, I have two phones and one of them actually gets notifications and it's actually like the active phone that people can reach me on, text me on, that have my social media and things on that. And I leave that phone in this room to charge, chill, you know, do its thing. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate the support. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We have more episodes coming out on a more consistent basis. Just stay plugged in. Stay tuned. I promise you'll like what you're seeing. That being said, this is Trini Jackson, the world's first, very first Trinillionaire, signing off.